you will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. We must be cautious. Galactic Holonet, welcome to the Scum and Villainy Podcast. I'm your host, Richard White, better known as Kelvin Tiberius, famous, drunken, and probably scrubby pirate lord, question mark, something along those lines. Joining me today is the ship's janitor, Scruffy, or Blair Bunky, better known as Scruffy. What's up, Blair? What's happening? Not much, man. Um, also joining us today after being asleep at the wheel for I don't know how long it's been is Dom Cairo, better known is Dom, I guess. Uh, what's going on, man? Yo, where the hell are we? You know you're in charge of that, right? Yeah, I don't got time for that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you got to surf uh, to all the Holonet uh, videos and whatnot. You're just searching Hollow YouTube. And then uh, joining us for the uh, not for the first time. How many times have you been on the show? I'm I'm, I'm burying the lead here, but uh, Bob, how many times have you been on the show? I like think, once, right? Once I or think twice. I've been on once. I don't remember. Yeah, it's been once or twice. I don't know. Anyways, uh, is uh, Bob Randall better known as Major Juggler? Uh, what are you, the ship's computer? Uh, right? I guess I've I'm now showed up in the bowels of the ship. The the computer has become self-aware and is spouting off some nonsense about jousting values of A-wings. Nice. Uh, so, uh, man, that is like a rabbit hole that I'm a little afraid to uh, jump into. But I have to know. I have to know. This is at least... 50% of why you're here. Um, really, let's be fair, it's, like it's 75. A, yeah, it's, it's the all whole a ploy. reason. Yeah. yeah, this is the whole thing. Is <laughs> I just want to know how good my A-Wings are. Do you know yet how good the A-Wings are? Uh, I know that they're kind of sort of okay, but you better get that snapshot going off quite a bit. So I want, I want, to, I want to know this. I'm going to table this just for a moment. But anyways... Um, Lots of cool stuff to hey, talk Ricky, about. Go ahead. Before before we begin, I gotta say, Bob, since uh, Lyle's not here, he's been wanting to uh, poach you for quite some time. So, and now it looks like Nova's wrapped up. Do you want to? Do you have anything you want to say More about like that? Supernova, am I right? Yeah, am, am I right? <laughs> well, I should probably wait for the full announcement from Ed, but uh, they're at least putting it on hiatus for now. Ed is. Uh, kind of getting back into Warhammer 40k. He's looking forward to the 8th edition, uh, partially because that's where his roots are, and partially because uh, it sounds like the balance on that is like pretty pretty cool and interesting. So He just got good. burned out fighting Mindlink all the time, Bob. Just no, say it. it just say be. it, dude. It's, okay. it's my fault. I've been running Mindlink. I'm one of those guys. <laughs> Look what you've done. Reap what you sow. Actually, I mean, in the end, though, you get to hang out with the pirates, which is like not the worst thing in the world. We might not, not have bad. cookies like, yeah, we don't have cookies like the dark side, but what we do have is glitter stim and alcohol, copious amounts of it. All right, I actually, I heard there was glitter stim, but I have yet to actually see it. So, uh, you know, I guess that's that's like what episode four in my contract. I have to wait a little bit for that. Yeah, yeah, you got to kind of work it a little bit, and then and then we for you, what is it like a computer virus or something like that? I know IG eight the IGs can take glitter stim, so I assume that you can too. Oh yeah, I've I've definitely taken glitter stim as an IG eighty eight before. I played robots. 
Okay, so so it's physically possible for you to be able to do it. Um, anyway, so we kind of want to jump into uh, what we're going to cover today. We're going to talk about our store championships that we went to and kind of go over some of uh, some interesting notes in the store championship season. We are going to cover the hilarious FAQ that was most recently uh, released, the uh, Euro Championships, the Gun for Hire expansion, and then some shout-outs, and then we'll get out of here. So... Uh, let's kind of jump into it, guys. The store championships. I went to one. Who else went to one? Me. <laughs> Don't be too excited, Blair. Blair, you've got... How could you not be hyped to, to talk about your store championship? Like, I don't want to go too much into it, but, you, like, I don't think I've ever heard or seen prizes as dope as your store championship. Your store championship. Did you see Not even what worlds? Did you see what the ships were though, Ricky? Uh, it doesn't matter. That's no, it, do, so it cool. does matter. I would Look, not it, fly those in a million years. I <laughs> I almost like just wanted to take them and just like put them in a fire in front of all the mind link guys and just like burn them, just like right in front of their face, just to throw Wait, their face. What? No. What are you talking about? <laughs> Need my mind link ships? Could uh, you elaborate? Bob? So uh, the store champ went to was the Evergreen Tabletop Expo, which historically has been the host of the regional the past couple of years, but obviously it wasn't going to happen because uh, the schedule changed. So they did a store champ this year and it was 35 to enter. So they didn't have a huge turnout. It was like 25 people, I think was the final number, but sure. If you went, I, I feel like it was worth it. It was put on my uncle's games and they're my favorite store to go to. They always give out so much swag and yeah, so I took uh, Dallas Parker's Crack Swarm, which is just four black cracks, Howl's Crack, and the Zeta Leader with Crack, and uh, took it home. And the loot was pretty sweet. It was just all the standard stuff you get from Wind Store Champ. And then they had a set of Regionals dice, a Ray card from Worlds, and then the Coup de Gras. They had two Fang Fighters and a Lancer that were had been modified with LED lights and the so lancer you could effectively run like uh old uh, not old Fenru but old like uh Asajaru or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the Asaj OT Fenless. I yeah. could yep. The Lancer in particular is we've got it up on the Facebook group if you anyone wants to look at it, but as you rotate the arc, there a light will change the as it follows along. It's absolutely like the filthy. direction that the arc the is direction that the is arc is so facing. That is yeah. so freaking cool. Yeah. So. Um. So that's like the the ship's take, right? Uh, I mean, you don't you don't even you fly you don't fly scum. If are you gonna are you what are you gonna do with it? Are you gonna fly it, Ricky? Or because if you're gonna fly it, I can't give it to you. I'm sorry. I don't need uh, more mind link out there. It's not happening. Uh, I it's not that pirates lie. Um, but I will say that I won't fly it. Question mark. He said. Don't trust me on this. All right, so what was your thought process uh, going in? Like, why did you end up going? Uh, most people don't look at you as an Imperial player, right? Dom, you were hitting, you were saying something about that. Like, you didn't expect them to run it or something? Yeah, well, not the traditional crack swarm. I, I was, you know, usually like a five ship swarm kind of thing, but sounds like you went all in this time. Well, I had actually flown crack swarm a lot during the offseason last year, just trying to get better at it. And. I'd actually been flying instead of Zay Leader. I'd had a bomber, a scimitar with Vader on it, 
and then just how this whole upgrade on Howl instead of Crackshot. Uh, but I feel like with Soonter and Inquisitor and Defender is gone, that's not as necessary, I should say. Because Dallas's reasoning was always he likes having Zadalu there just because it gives him one heavy hitter. But back then, I just felt like even against Soonter, like four, three dice with full mods and crack shot wouldn't even hit Soonter most of the time. So that's why I like my bomber in there. But now with Soonter gone, I feel like Zeta is a lot better against Fen. And that's basically what happened in the final game is my whole swarm was, I got one black range two, everyone else is range three, except for Hal who was out. And Zeta leader is, he makes the difference because you can hit those Fang fighters at range three. And so I, I put through hit crit, and the crit was a blinded pilot, which was devastating. So after that, it was I just dropped Fen and I uh, dropped a Saj in one turn. That was it. So well, yeah. the nice thing is he's got the defense too. So he's not he's not necessarily the guy they want to target in round one. Whereas if you're flying like the version I would with Mauler and Scourge, both of those guys are as squishy as any of the rest of your Tie Fighters. So they might as well you know pick off those guys first. Mm-hmm. But it's a ga- it's a gamble to go after uh, Zeta Leader. Absolutely, because yeah, he's got that extra hit point. So if they don't get him, and then plus most guys want to get Hal off the board quickly. So then even if they go for Zeta, it's like okay, that's fine. So, so what was your uh, most in- was that like the most interesting game you had, or was it another one like the final, or was it something else? That was the final. The I went, I was four and zero, oh, and then the final round of Swiss, I played my friend Jonas, and he had a real cool list. It was Tarn and IGA integrated, Ezra Rage, Inspiring Recruit, Stress Hog, and then Jess with R two and integrated and. Dom was saying he felt like that list would be a tough matchup for a crack swarm. And I was yeah. thinking that I was thinking the same thing going into it. And so we just joust. I blow the stress hog off because I'm like, I don't want that dude shooting three times at me. And then I think he got a crack, a black coming back. And then next turn we traded so you're way ahead, right? Yeah. Way ahead. Really 15 for 26 points. And then next turn I got Ezra and he got Zeta leader. I think so it's now three ties against Tarn and just Tarn and Jess. And from there he can, I did maybe like three or four points of damage the rest of the game. Cause if I shoot at Tarn, he gets a target lock. He makes me reroll. I shoot at Jess. She gets rerolls anyway. So it's like, and you know, we're just K turning back and forth. Cause we're ties and X wings. Like what else are we going to do? And so half the time I'm only getting two dice with no mods. So it's like I get one hit, M9G8, re-roll it, and I got nothing. So I, w- I was, it was crazy. I've How- seen a lot of Tarn M9G8. Like, I think that that's really interesting. It is. The only thing is, like, Fen can just, like, wipe him out so quickly that he's really meant, he's really a better matchup against the Swarm like that. But Swarms are so unpopular now that, he- but I still think it is pretty decent. Tarn, is, he's decent. Uh, so then, so then we got matched up again in top four. And so then this time I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm like, that's it once. Yeah. Like, you're not doing that again. So I, I shot Tarn first this time, got him off and then his dice were pretty crappy coming back. So I don't think he got anything. And then I got Ezra next turn and he got a black, but he was just, his reds were too slow to start out. So he did what he could to try to 
pull it out, but it was just too far behind at that point. So was that uh, the most interesting list you saw at the tournament that wasn't yours? Oh yeah, I'd probably have to say so. There was there was an Assage Dengar, but uh, yeah, it was it was pretty standard stuff, really. A good deal of Mind Link and some you know some random bigs and Ray and Nora, but uh, it was I think it was me. That other kid that beat me last time, David, running a swarm, and then a triple Imperial, and we were we were the only Imperials in the lit field of twenty five. So it was it was a pretty meta tournament. Do you, I felt like. do you think that uh, crack swarms like underrepresented? Like as a swarm player, like is that where the swarm powers at, or what? What do you kind of like? What do you think on on the crack swarm? I think it's absolutely. It, like I said, my thought really hasn't changed since we talked last time. It's definitely in a better spot than it was before the great nerfing, but like Dallas said, Fen is still, he's still very, very scary to deal with. But if you, if you can fly it well, if you have experience with a crack swarm and I would encourage people to fly it, this kid, David, I was, <laughs> I was trying to get him so up on it so much, like, cause the more you fly it, just the better you get with it. And I feel like, like even after playing with it so much, I still feel like I'm getting better with it and getting more creative with it. So if there's still a lot of scary stuff out there, Dash is still scary, Miranda is still scary. I haven't faced the World Championship yeah. list yet, but Juan said he played it twice. It hit at a tournament went 2-0 against it, so I feel like that's kind of a push, that matchup. But I feel like it can handle... If you can fly it well, I think it can handle any of the Mind Link lists, as long as you handle it well enough. Like, those re-rolls... With from Hal and then crack shot, like there's no it safe. It's so hard. They hit hard. It's so, so there's, hard. There's no safe phase. No safe place for those fangs. Like range one, range three didn't matter. Like you're gonna punch through if your whole swarm is getting shots off. So I feel like he can handle those mind link lists. Yeah, I think the the ship they mostly got. I know Tyler and myself off of it was Dash and Miranda to a lesser degree. But, you know, you can have three TIE Fighters left at the end against either of those two ships and you're in deep trouble. Mm-hmm. And that's a typical outcome. So yep. until they until they really take care of Dash's capabilities, I think you're, you know, it's still always going to be a risk to bring a squad like that to a big tournament. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to uh, end this on a dour note, so I'll do me in the middle. Um, so I went to... Uh, my first store championship uh, in a year, actually. Like, I had that whole year of weddings and work, and I couldn't go to X-Wing tournaments, and it was super bummer. Other than Worlds, right? Like, Worlds were, like, the only two tournaments I went to in between these two store tournaments. Or store championships. Anyways, uh, unshockingly, or maybe shockingly, I flew uh, three A-Wings and Nora, and where Worlds was like a largely positive experience, um, the store championship was worse. I, I, I lost the exact same amount of games, um, but I won two less. So I ended up going two and three. But I do have some pirate booty. I got $10 on store championship credit. Woo! <laughs> did, did that all go to alcohol or... No, no, no. Uh, it went to... I got a typho to get another juke. 
Um, cause <laughs> I need, I, I need more of that in my life. Like I actually don't have all the cards for my, my favorite list because snapshots are come out of the, the Upsilon shuttle and I got to buy two of those. Right. And that no one needs that in their life. Come on. That's that, what you're going to do anyway. Yeah. Then I need an option. I fully approve. Dom, I don't, I think they're too expensive. They're not my kind of shuttle. Like I, like I'm a, I like cheap ships. I just want stuff cheap and easy. That's how I like. That's how I like to live my life. Um, Spoken like it, a true pirate lord. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the most uh, interesting game I had was against uh, Aaron Steedy, who I think is one regional. He's one of the better players in Kansas City. He ran a, uh, a stress hog region Poe, I believe, with R two D two and. Biggs, and it was just an interesting, good game uh, that could have swung any number of ways. I probably made a couple of mistakes going and not killing Poe, which is, of course, his whole story is if he lives after that first engagement, he's going to come back at almost full hit points, and he did. Um, but it was a really close game. The most interesting list uh, uh, was uh, Junkyard Dogs, which is, you know, all of those Zs and then two uh, tugboats with the tractor beam in the front. And that that list I lost only because I didn't slow play. Like, I could have slow played for 30 seconds and won this. But I wanted to play another round because I was having so much fun. And I lost, which is a big bummer and a reminder that if you do want to win in tournaments, maybe maybe slow play a little bit. Maybe uh, just take a little bit longer. Look, You can't say that. Do you mean mean like take slow maneuvers or like take a long like, time. Okay. Look, I, if I wasted 30 seconds and through an entire turn, I would have won. Right. Tell me that it's wrong. To but how, take how would you feel on the ins- How would you feel on the inside? Ricky? It's wrong, dude. <laughs> <sighs> it's wrong, but unenforceable. And don't get me going on this rabbit trail. That's okay. yeah. Like, but, but I didn't No, I, I finished guys. Like, I'm saying this, but uh, to be fair, I did go and we ended up playing that next round and uh, I ended up losing on that round. But still, that was an incredibly crazy list and I love it. Um, it's what was it, something like six, seven ships. It's now, I think it's seven ships, right? And yeah. I haven't seen seven ships on the enemy team in <laughs> so long. Yeah. It just felt good. And yeah. it was an interesting swarm where... You can use an you know you use an action to be able to go after somebody and tractor beam them. I like stuff where you can go after high PS with with actions and stuff. So I thought it was cool. Um, anyway, so uh, Bob, I have a question for you. I waited. Uh, hold up, who's got a timer? It's been uh, I think we've been recording for a little bit over than twenty one minutes. I think we started at about. 15 maybe i waited that long uh can you tell me about uh snap a's and what you kind of give me some knowledge tell me that i'm crazy like tell me that i'm crazy or tell me it's okay for me to keep going i need to know i need someone to to, i need someone to give me professional help uh i'll feed your addiction i think it's okay (laughs) so no that's the exact opposite right that just means you're giving me nothing (laughs) 
Well, they're you know they're not like god tier. They're not S tier, but they're okay. And uh, uh, to be honest, I haven't run more numbers on them since our chat that we had in our Skype chat, like uh, our Slack chat, like a week ago. But uh, would, uh... since the internet hasn't heard this conversation yet, I'll relay it. Basically. Basically, what I came to is that you need to get about one snapshot off for every two normal primary shots. And if you can do that, that's kind of the figure of merit that you need to hit to make it uh, kind of competitive. And then you came back and you said, holy crap, I'm actually doing that. Like, that's the numbers that yeah. you gave me. So, yeah, that's I'm, I'm at about that. The fun. Here's the thing that's the most frustrating is you can get to that. In, in games where you're not, where you don't have initiative, but it oh, and by the way, for for the listeners, this was Juke snapshot, and that's basically it. Like a whole bunch of those guys. So you just mm-hmm. run in, you take an evade, so now you can juke them on your snapshot. But otherwise, you have no other mods. That's kind of the downside is you don't have any attack mods other than Juke. Yeah, we haven't talked about uh, it and op specialist yet. I haven't like dug your brain there yet. Um, but yeah, I'll tell you, like I'm getting somewhere around. You know, like about one for every two shots. I mean, that was the numbers that I was. I, that that proves true even at store championships. But sometimes even that doesn't matter if you're getting crack swarmed down or something along those lines. I went into a couple of crack swarms and it was just bad. So, anyways, so uh, not to get too deep into. I could have a conversation about A-Wings for a long time, but I'm not going to do that to the Holonet. So I know that you went to a store championship, and unlike me who did poorly, you did not so poorly, right, Bob? Yeah, this was the first store championship that I went out to this season. This was at Battleground Games and Hobbies in Abington, Massachusetts. Uh, it's Battleground Games and Hobbies. It's a, kind of a chain. They now have three stores, one in Norton, one in Abington, and a new one in Saugus. So if you're in the New England area, in the greater Boston area, just north of Boston, you can check them out. I haven't been up there yet, but they run a pretty good ship. I don't think it's a pirate ship, but I think they run a pretty good ship. Sure. So so we had 28 people show up to this store championship. So um, it's a pretty solid crowd of people I'll, I'll say uh it's getting a lot harder to win store championships now this is my third season uh flying in a store championship and i did manage to win but it's it's getting a lot harder like the very first one i played i think we had six people not a battlegrounds championship but it was just some random one yeah there was 32 at the one that i was at i thought that was like that's i remember regional smaller than this that's amazing yeah well and most of the people that have played now they've they've you know a lot of them have played for a few years uh even the newer players they you know, tend to pick up the game reasonably well. So uh, most of the pl- most of the people there were were pretty good. They had uh, played for a while. I don't know that we have anyone that's like top sixteen at Worlds there or anything. But uh, I basically flew Paratani, and so I just dropped Manaru and replaced it with a Scout with Intelligence Agent and rigged Cargo Shoot. So I've been calling it Cargo Tani. So inventive, I know, but it's scummy. You know, you can do the two sloop left and poop out the cargo. Sloop, so I have poop. a question for you. Um, why that over Paratani, right? Was it just like gentle obstinance at the meta, or do you is do you think that the lower PS gives you a trick up your sleeve? What's your thought process there? 
Well, the first thing was I just wanted to do something a little bit different. So obviously the Manaro nerf came out and I was like, well, I've flown Paratani for a while now and I've done well with it. So it's time to do something different. So then I just flew a different meta trash list for a while, which was Fen Scouts. And then I said, okay, I've flown Fen Scouts for a while. Let's let's go back to another meta trash list and uh, just tweak it up a little bit. And I really like Intel Agent, especially when you have a PS3 blocker. I love that blocker. card. I love, I love Intel Agent. And the first iteration of this list that I flew, I actually put a bid in at 99 and didn't have rigged cargo shoot. And, you know, it's okay. But then when you fly against, uh, you know, an old Tarok list that's at 96 points or something, it's like, what is, what, what is the point of your puny one-point bid? Go home. Uh, so it's just fun to put rigged cargo shoot on there. And it doesn't always come into play. I find, like, half the games I'll end up getting it off. Yeah, but, but it's, it's kind really of, cheap. It is. It's only a point, and it's always in your opponent's mind. Like, what are they going to do? What, you know, are they going to drop it out on me? It can really mess with flight paths. So, like, there was one game that I flew, and it was uh, it was actually Dengar and Fen, and Fen's coming down one way, and Dengar's kind of coming down pretty close, mm-hmm. and I just dropped the chute right in the middle of the flight path, knowing they'd be able to get around it, but just to screw them and mess with them up so that yeah, it would just, maybe just throw the game off. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Um, I so love it. I, there's a lot more tools now um, for lower PS to kind of come at those higher PS ships, and I personally really like that. It, it kind of gives you a little bit more room to operate in and i and i'm a big fan it's a much more fun list to fly than straight up pure vanilla paratani mm-hmm. in the sense that you've added two more capabilities to your list you've added intelligence agents so now you can really play the blocking game with a barrel rolling jump master which is too good for its points but everyone knows this uh and the second thing is you've of course you've got the rig cargo shoot so as opposed to manners like well okay somebody's getting a focus token and, a, and or a target lock token okay that's just pure dice jousting mods it's not nearly as tactically interesting i like to get involved with the geometry of the game and uh for my play style, it works well, because I'll take my three ships and I'll separate them and kind of all converge on them. So even if the other squad is flying a higher pilot skill list, but especially if they're flying a lower pilot skill list, they really have to commit to one of those three ships uh, or, or you know, two and a half, however you kind of have them lumped up. And once they've committed to a particular flight path, then your other ones can just go full out crazy offense mode. Right. Um, and that that's worked well against some of the Dengar tail lists that I flew against. So um, how did you end up uh, total doing? So I went six and zero. Oh. We had enough players Ooh, to wow, do. Nice. Yeah, we had enough players to do five rounds of Swiss, and so I ended up being the only undefeated uh, Swiss player at the end. Uh, what was your favorite matchup? I think I had two matchups that were really interesting to me. I mean, they're all good matchups with interesting players and kind of all different stuff. But one of them that was interesting was I was flying against uh, Ahsoka with Captured Ty. So you can't shoot me, Neener, Neener. Biggs, so you really can't shoot her. You have to shoot uh. Biggs first. And then Miranda. And I actually hate that list or that archetype because you have to shoot Biggs and then you have to shoot the other thing and then you have to shoot Ahsoka. So, uh, but it's, so did, did you see that Reddit post about uh, that we posted about uh, Jay Little and the Ask Me Anything? And I did, I, and I and I asked him a question way too late about kind of like the business side of things, but I didn't catch in a lot of his other posts. Half of the questions were his response to Biggs, and it was yeah. amazing. Anyway, <laughs> so I just wanted to bring so like this is that's the guy who designed the core set a jillion years ago and here we mm. are talking about him in multiple matchups anyways well it's interesting I'm sorry. Be- 
No, it's it's interesting because uh, Alex Davy has been on record saying that if they were to redesign it, they would not include Biggs with his ability as written because it warps the whole design space for, from a designer perspective and even uh, list building perspective for Rebels, which is amazed to, amazing to me that they then went and they did the captured TIE title because it's almost the same thing as Biggs, except in reverse, you know? You can't shoot this ship if you're lower pilot skilled in it, which is another fundamental thing about the game so it's absolutely not taking away anything from anyone who plays the list because it is a very tricky list to play you know yeah, you yeah, could he's, sub in corn with miranda whatever it's not exactly easy mode I mean, right but he does serve a purpose right so this was a crazy match for me tactically because uh asajj goes in there and eats a homing missile that was perfectly thrown so miranda didn't even need to spend the target lock eats a little bit more damage and on the next round asajj dies without fight without even firing it was just totally insane, and uh, somehow I, I managed to clean up Biggs, and then it's like a scout in Fen who then eats a full set of cluster mines and comes away with like only one damage plus the Sabine damage. So I got really unlucky on Asajj, and then got really lucky on Fen that Fen rolled six dice and rolled one thing. That was nuts. And uh, the contracted scout ends up being the hero scout because I literally needed to chase down uh, Miranda with the scout because I ended up with a one hit point fen after that. And oh. the scout stinking did it. He actually kills Miranda. I got in there at range one, two turns in a row. Target lock, fens way the heck over on the other side of the board and focuses. And um, it, it was just a crazy match. Like, I thought That's I was going to lose at time the other way. There was two matches I flew that I really thought I was going to lose at time. And then they just swung, like, the last few minutes. The so, so, so the opposite of me is, is time ended up helping you out just by getting just a little bit more. Uh, yeah, it ended up working out that way. I mean, that match still actually ended up going two time because I had a one hit point Fen versus a one hit point Ahsoka. <laughs> and I won on points on that. But uh, yeah, the other match that I thought was interesting was my round five match against uh, what was basically the world's winning list. I think he had one upgrade, which is a little bit different. So Dan Gartel, and I'd never flown against that before. Uh, really. So that was kind of a a hair-raising experience because there's so much alpha potential on that list. He could just erase a ship off the board. So I did something weird on this one is that I just set up Asajj on the far left of the board, aim the turret right, and he sets up in the other far corner. My ships are kind of all spread out. And I'm like, well, I don't know where he's going, but he sort of seems to be going over into that corner. So I just kept going forward with Asajj right on the edge. And uh, for whatever reason, he decided to just go hard on Asajj and just table Asajj off the table. And I was very happy well, Asajj, with that. But, but Asajj can really, like, survive that fight, though. She can, but, and that's mm -hmm. actually what ended up happening, because uh, she just went right up the board, and she managed to eat, I think it was, like, three plasma torpedoes, and one of them actually did, like, zero damage between mm -hmm. the Asajj stress slots and an evade. Um, but then, tactically, what was cool about that is and, that... And Mind Link, too. I mean, uh, In Mind Link, of course. But tactically, what was cool about that, ge geometrically, is because he went into the corner and Asajj is still on the edge, I was able to just kind of soft bank and stay around him to keep the arc there. And he had a hard time with his Dengar keeping arc on me, so it kind of put him in a boxy area. And we talked That's about it after... Yeah, we talked about it after the match, and he said, yeah, if we do a rematch again, maybe I won't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, maybe don't do that. What was uh, your favorite list you saw? Uh, 
You know, I always like uh, Paul, one of our local players. Not Paul Heaver, but uh, mm-hmm. Paul, I always forget how to pronounce his name because it's like really, really long name. Uh, starts with a T. Uh, but he actually went to Worlds, and he always flies like janky bomber lists. Nice. And so the And I think, uh, was he like 46th at Worlds or something? I can't remember. But he made day two at Worlds. So his latest thing is he's got quick draw with targeting synchronizer and fire control system. And they add a couple bombers there. And so you could block the heck out of this list. And somebody's still going to fire a torpedo at you. Because quick draw is going to shoot, get the target lock. And the other guy is going to fire his uh, munitions via targeting synchronizer, right? He'll be able to use the target lock that Quick Draw placed via fire control system. So that was a pretty that was a pretty cool list. Uh, it didn't work out for him too well because it was the classic 50-50 guess of sure, all right, he's yeah. going to go after Fen, and do you guess right, guess left, and he just guessed wrong. Uh, but it was a, it was a cool concept of a list. So I always enjoy seeing what he brings because he's he's always doing something weird with bombers. Yeah, that's um, awesome. So. Um... One, but I do have booty. I have booty for the pirate yeah, 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 yeah. Right? I, I was, I didn't know how to bring this up, but uh, I have to bring booty, right? That's like, yeah, you yeah, know. like part. If you're gonna be on the ship, you've gotta, you gotta give me something, or you know, we just throw you out the airlock. I don't know how that affects a computer. Apparently, it wouldn't affect you at all, but you just be calculating with no no input for so Cal- long. Calculating the manner of my device. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, so what, what'd you get? Uh, all the standard store championship stuff, though. I got all the like range one, two, three template stuff. Uh, the, I think uh, it's an the engine upgrade they're giving out. The uh, the R two D two integrated card is is pretty cool. Yeah, like, I we got, got one of we those, got those too. Yeah, I think that's cool. Uh, I get the buy. I love that card. And then the other thing that I got was they had an extra callus token. Oh, uh, cool. uh, man, have you guys seen that? It's like it's huge. It's almost the size of an upgrade card. It's like flop. That's like totally just dropped down. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty big. (laughs) So, yeah, the the funny thing about this tournament for me is that uh, I won my top four match, and then the final table is going to be going to be a rematch with a guy who won, uh, who I beat rather in round five, the Dengartel list, and he had already won a store championship. And we we're kind of both ready to go home, which I was very happy about because I'm like getting sick here and like I don't know if I want to play another game. And uh, so we said, yeah, let's just split the the prize pool for the you know store credit for first and Aww. second place. Aww. And uh, I'll give because I had you know he I'm gonna get the buy anyway, so I'm like okay. And then what? It's like well, I'll just take the win. I don't care. So it's like yes, I'll take it. I'll go home. Then, so I, uh... I went six and zero oh without playing in the final table, which he. Uh, graciously offered to you know let's go home and uh that, so, that works so if this isn't if this isn't uh if if blair misses this uh, no i'm kidding uh if uh if we'll, we'll just edit out that uh, you and say that you stole it from him yeah actually without uh, them noticing yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And true pirate. The way out. And uh, yeah. We didn't get lucky. We just stole it from. Him. <laughs> All right. So uh, so Dom, buddy. Um, one, uh, how have you been? I feel like I missed you. Busy. I, I've been busy. I've been busy. Real yeah. life. Yeah, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, up. like, but, 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 buddy. But I got the me? itch. I, I what got, about me? You know, I started opening up new notes on my phone, building squads. All right. I got, so, I got a, are you I got gonna, a thing. Are you going? It's, it's warming are, up. Are, are you going to a store championship? I am. So I haven't, I haven't, stuff? yeah, I haven't had any yet. Um, but I'm going to one later this month. Uh, gonna got to go and defend the Dice Dojo store championship. I won that one last year with Van Sensor Brobots over Lyle, which was sweet. 
Yeah, well, hopefully you do that again. So sweet. Um, well, I doubt he's com- he's going to make it from the West Coast, but wait, was that uh, the one that there was like a hundred people or some stupid thing at the store? No, no, that was Pastimes. That was the one wild oh, okay. one. Pastimes has all the best prizes and sweet space, and yeah, that one was a hundred some odd people two day. It's two day again this year. Uh, that's that's inference. that's insane. Um, yeah. So uh, so you're planning on going? I, what's your take? On, what are you thinking about flying? And uh, follow up question: Should it be a wings instead? Good question. I'll enter the second part first. No, uh, but the <laughs> how <laughs> first come, part. dude? Dude, come on! We haven't had a talk about this. Why not? Why not a wings? Yes, they're amazing. Because sort I- sort of. <laughs> they're if you use them perfectly they're competitive um no I, yeah yes exactly i you know i think i just i don't they're not offering something new for me so I, i'm really kind of interested in trying some of the new stuff so the quad so what do you jumper think about doing the quad what? jumper yeah no for real Dude, it's it's not new necessarily i mean it's been you out know, for a to second to me it seems new okay I, so what are you thinking about well I'm, I'm thinking about three quad jumpers with you know some space tug action and then uh, Fen, and so and three mine links. Okay. Right, how many so, ships total is this? Is this four, four ships? Four ships. But, okay. I'll be honest. I don't understand this because space tugs to me are good for one, really good for one thing, as indicated by the movie, and that is blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to put Dead Man on him. I was uh, thinking maybe some black some black market slicer tools but no i i'm really curious there's all sorts of cool stuff you can do with with space no, tugging it, your own dudes and then like you know bumping your own guy and then you have to give yourself a, a tractor beam and then put ketsu on unkar you know this is this is the this is the dream here there's some stuff you can pull off the thing is is that sucks is that you can't you can't move Scouts. That's the thing that always bothers me about uh, tractor beams. Is you can't move large ships. Right, but you can you can zero out a scout's agility, and I, I kind of want to see how that's going to work. Plus, you've got Fen. It's like yeah. all we're talking about is the quad jumpers, and then you've got <laughs> then you got yeah, Fen, Fen to clean up Fen's the mess. Too good. Yeah. So I, I kind of I am starting to think that Fen might be a little too good. But you know that's that's sort of got my eye right now. I might just go back with bots and just say the rumor of the demise has been. Dude, Will was kicking ass with the bots at Worlds. Uh, Will uh, Tyler's buddy. Yeah. Plus, advanced sensor bots are just hilariously fun. So I'm I'm always into that. I don't know, man. It's like I, I the we got we got the world as our oyster here. I kind of feel like when you poke around or you look at top sixteen of the U or you look around on Vassal, you see maybe the same twelve or so ships, like uh-huh. particular pilots. Uh, and I don't know. I want to. I want to go exploring a little bit. I do want to see that list in action. Three tugs. Yeah. yeah. I, I kind of. It's been cool. I got inspired. Some people are flying like a few of those, three of those plus, or two of those, and a bunch of Zs. You know, drop their agility and then blast them with Z ninety fives. Yeah, because then two attack dice actually can do something yeah, now. That's right. So I, I think there's some cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. When they have no explored. agility, suddenly, suddenly they hit really hard. That's right. So anyway, I, I'm, I'm looking. I'm open. If you guys have anything particularly, you should try fun out uh, there. three A wings <laughs> and Nora. You should try that out and tell me what you think. Just do it. Just fly it one time for I, me. I would just, definitely fly just, the lowful variety been, though, or the chopper we've, variety. We've been friends for so long. Just, just do, just do it for me one time. 
Yeah. Somebody, please tell me this. I'm crazy. <laughs> um, no one's even willing to do it to tell me that I'm wrong. It just someone needs to. Someone needs to help me, please. Like I'm calling. I'm calling for help. This is a cry for help. Um, all right. So let's move on. I guess to the FAQ. Um, so the saddest FAQ of all time came out. Um, and two things were released. So uh, the first one was they they decided that because there was no blue line separate, like who actually here plays Epic? Uh, I've played Epic one time. Like who's played more than one game of Epic? I played a couple. I've played half a dozen games of Epic. All right. So what is the blue line normally for the Epic ship? I think you draw a line from the center of your base to the center of the base you're shooting at, and whether it crosses that determines whether or not the shot is valid. For the front or the back or something yeah, like that? Yeah, that's right. Okay. So determine whether or not you can target the fore or aft of the huge ship. So FFG, I guess, very... I, okay, first of all, uh, so they didn't print that blue line where we would normally expect it to be, or period at all. Uh, the first question I have is, was this intentional or not? Does anyone actually think it was intentional? I mean, I think I think you have to... It, it's just weird, because just because what Dom said, it just goes against the established rules that they've already more or less had for epic-based ships. I just don't understand... I had all, I don't have a Sea Rock yet. I haven't looked at what the explanation is in it compared to the rest, but I guess so. The so the FAQ was is that the front portion of the ship is yeah. the portion that includes the firing yeah. arc in the front, and the rest is considered the aft, which is basically makes it a lot. Am I wrong? Is that a nerf to or right? Is that a nerf to to the ship? inherently i mean someone tell me like i I, like i said i played epic one game i don't know that it's a nerf but like doesn't Uh, historically the rears of the ship is where the crew and stuff are normally right like the good upgrades yeah so so i i'm people used to play do shenanigans where they would either turn the ship around or come at you head on you would disable the front yep and then you're not doing any more. You can't do anything more to it, and it just rams right into you. Yeah, you can't even yeah. target the can't back. Hit the back, right? Or vice versa. It's kind. It's kind of running away, or it's turning, and you can just not get good shots on it. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, so I kind. I kind of welcome the change in that. You can, aren't epic ships like inherent. Like, aren't they considered bad already? I, I loved. No, no, I no, loved. No. I loved playing the Raider. The one time I played the Raider was some of the most fun I've ever had in X Wing because I ran over ships and it felt amazing. No, that that is definitely the the power, but no, I, I don't think they're considered bad by any means. Well, I they keep usually- getting subtle upgrades in these uh, cards that make them a little bit better. Like they did the missiles a while back, right? For mm-hmm. the for the yeah, the missile raider. tubes are the missile tubes mm-hmm. are awesome. I think they're pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, 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 the tantive was probably always. Yeah, that's overpriced. that's what that's what I've always heard is that they were bad. Um, but the but, cargo, uh, the, the cargo raider, shuttles, good. The the raider felt awesome. Uh, let me tell you that it felt cool, even though I don't think I was doing anything. Like the raider wasn't doing anything, but uh, it still felt cool. I ran over ships. That was cool, right? I don't know. But 
this clearly wasn't intentional, though. This 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 change, like they straight up forgot to print the blue line. Like, I, this is what I think, right? Am I am I wrong here? Or? So I'm looking Someone's... at the original preview article, and I'm somewhat confused because right at the very top, they show a picture of all the stuff that comes in the pack, and it shows the sea uh, rock on its base and the base is showing the scum colored firing arc, the brown firing arc and on that one there's no blue line and then if you scroll down they have a particular build that they're illustrating and in the build you can see they do include the blue line and it's a green firing arc so it's like they in the CGI render they used the uh, uh, they used the GR75 base or something like that or sure. something I don't know it's it's kind of weird so I think this one just slipped through the cracks they probably meant to put the blue line otherwise they would have said that somewhere in the inserts and they wouldn't have needed to FAQ it I'm guessing yeah, yeah. yeah but, but that's I don't the know thing. so instead of just saying oh my bad right like I'll print some blue ones and send them to you if you want them right <laughs> they're like no we totally meant to do that. It should be this. It's like so funny. Got to preserve the integrity of the company, Ricky Can't admit fault. That's that's what it's all about. All right, so let's go into the other um, important portion of the FAQ. One that was brought up last episode that I didn't necessarily want to get into too much, but. Uh, the uh, aggressor, the scum title for or no. the, uh, the the IG eighty eight aggressor <laughs> is not usable. Oh. It's scum only. It's scum only, guys. Not even how, worth how ups, how upset are we? It's not even worth flying the Thai aggressor anymore. That that was the only reason it was going to be any good. So might you as well wanted to do it. Kestel in in a bunch of mooks or Kessel in a bunch of mooks. I don't even, I don't even know what else you'd run <laughs> really. Not the other scrub. <laughs> He's garbage, but. Yeah, I'm glad they did that. I mean, I, I pretty much everyone already knew, but I feel like it's just nice just to have the guarantee. I don't want to. I don't want to kind of kick on FFG too bad, but like everyone's kind of been chiming in for certain changes in the FAQ, mm-hmm. and instead they were too like, oh god. We totally Mind missed link. this. Excuse we, me, what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The oh, but but the FAQ we got, like, we didn't get the FAQ we needed. We got the one we deserved as a as a community, mm-hmm. and <laughs> and, uh, and we got the fi- the fixes for titles and stuff, but not any balance changes. Fun. Um, so this, let's this is how we are. We're never happy. We're it's, we're never satisfied. It's like if you nerf it, we're pissed because the nerf. If you don't know stuff or piss, yes, you didn't know. Yeah, we we totally deserve it's never this, enough. To be fair. <laughs> uh, let's jump into um, some the some more news here. Let's talk about the European Championships, which felt weird that they were happening during store championship season, but uh, I guess they're doing it year round now for national championships, right? Isn't that what I said last episode? And then, yeah, yeah. and then I had to edit it out because you guys thought it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I edited that part out, but I could have uh, heard this. But um, <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong. Um, A few listeners just, just fell over there, Im- imagining that we actually edit this show. <laughs> Uh, no, no, that's the funny part. Is poor Blair has to put up with so much. Um, uh, but. But yes, uh, yes, that's that's what I learned. And if I was wrong, uh, I'm sorry. 
Um, but yeah, I guess the the national championships are going to rotate. You're totally right. All right. So so uh, let's get into the uh, the championships. There were uh, there, it was they they cut to a top. Six. How many players were there? Does anybody actually know? Crickets. I, I mean, thought I was like three hundred something, but am I making that up? It was a lot. Um, so there was a ton of people, I guess, is the point. And the top sixteen was. Uh, let me see if we can't actually get uh, a breakdown of it. Bob, I'm a little sad that uh, you didn't that you didn't get this. I'm like, because normally I could just go and it's there. Um, but I found it. Hold up. Um, all right, so. The we know that the 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 news of everything is that the winner had Lebo Miranda instead of Dash Miranda, and it was uh, George Delapina. Uh, but uh, there, let's talk about the overall uh, composition. There were a whole bunch of uh, Mine Lincoln Scouts. There were a couple of Rebels, and let's see here. I guess one or there's one Imperialist. Some Rackets. Yeah. Yeah. Both Rackanese. Yeah. So, certainly not necessarily a mind-blowing meta compared to what we saw at Worlds. Uh, You know, Jump Masters are still really good. Mind Link is still really good. And then there are some Rebels that can poke through. Uh, The interesting thing is there really aren't too many of those four-ship Rebels that I was expecting, or even those three-ship Rebels there were uh, it was it was effectively a versions of Super Dash that made it to the top. So, um, well, let, let's first, be really clear here. Every Rebel list had either Miranda or Biggs, yep. or several had both. Just like mm-hmm. Worlds, and there are a good eight eight or nine of them in there, right? Yeah, Rebels definitely are still strong with, with those. Like, is, is that like a... What do you think about that when it comes to... is that Are those the only Rebels that can can work? Is it is it really that those are the two best Rebel ships? I think that they are, but tell me... Do you think they are, or is there anything else that's, that's viable? Well, Dash has still had some success. Nora is still decent. The problem that I've found is that everything that's good against scouts is bad against starfighters aside from Miranda really. So that's real, at least on my end, that's really where I'm at with rebels right now. It's just the dials for the scum are just, they're so much better. They're more efficient. And if you bring, if you bring stuff to handles aces, they're just going to get blown off the board by torpedo boats. So that uh, that's how that's kind of how I feel where they're at. So uh, Bob or Dom, are there any other sort of rebels that you think that are are those the two best rebel ships, or or is there something else that we're missing? No, Lebo's the best rebel ship. <laughs> we'll get, we'll get into Lebo, man. I I want to at least talk about rebels for a half second before <laughs> we jump into because I mean the Lebo is gonna th- that discussion is gonna be a whole thing. Um, but let's get into our our Biggs yeah. and Miranda, I mean, the best I, two Rebel ships. Is there something that we're missing? I'm not saying it's A-Wings because it's totally not, but what is it? 
I mean, I think the truth is for the points, Miranda is probably the best rebel ship. She just closes games so well. She's, yeah. She can be your alpha. She can be your omega. She's just yep. everything. She does everything. And, then, and she and she doesn't, and you still have so much of your list left to work with. So uh, it's just hard not to take Miranda, I think, in a lot of these cases. Mm-hmm. She's the rebel jump master. She does everything. <laughs> That's why she's so popular. So, um... Let's jump into the actual winner, though, because we did mention it. Uh, we are now... I I now welcome our Lebo overlords. Uh, Lebo, a ship that I hadn't thought about since the YT-2400 first came out. I liked Lebo initially because... What did I do? Lebo in two Bs or something ridiculous? Chubo, right? Yeah, yeah. I, Chewy and Lebo? That was, that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, played I think, against that in the One Worlds I went to, 2015. My eighth round was against Chupo. So, that needless, is quite to a say, wow. needless to say, it has been a while since uh, we saw Lebo. But let's talk about the Lebo build, and let's talk about the list itself that won the Euros. Um, the, the list was Lebo with Heavy Laser Cannon, Outrider, Ray Crew, Lone Wolf, and Countermeasures. And then Miranda, TLT with Sabim, Advanced Slams, Munitions, Cluster Mine, and Seismic Charges. So, uh, that's not what I saw coming. Um, so someone explained to me, because I've seen some chatter that this is insane and isn't a good list. Someone tell me why this is a good list. Well... (laughs) I mean, I can't say that it's a good list. Well, I, I mean, it's not something I would fly. But well, look, to be fair, scoreboard, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, h- hell yeah. First and second. Yeah. Outrider and Miranda, first and second. Yeah, That's the like, second. Whoa. Here's the thing but, that I don't understand, and I, I heard that uh, it was maybe some poor movement, but how did Dash lose to Lebo? Countermeasures. <laughs> I really... You look, they're pretty much, it's almost a mirror, except for countermeasures. So, so how can, let me ask you another way. How can Dash beat Lebo? What does Dash do better than Lebo can do? It's not like Dash fires, is going to arc dodgers. really. What's fires yeah. first. That's, that's yeah. about it, right? But otherwise, yeah. you're saving points, and you have you know, the crit thing, which probably going to come in to help with HLC. But or you're, you have very similar power there, and Dash isn't going to dodge you. So, you know, you're a big four-dice turret. Yep. But yeah, I, would- I, I really, I really think Lebo in this case is very analogous to Tell being in the winning worlds list. In that neither of them are there because of the particular pilot, but they're there because of the chassis. I actually think that that Tell is like a more flexible version of Bosk in those Alpha Strike lists that they like to run with Dengar. Yeah. Right? Am I wrong there? That's that's how I kind of view it. Is it's just a little bit more flexible and just a little bit harder to kill, and it's got a 360 arc instead of a 180. I think. I mean, that's how I look at it. Although Bosk, I think, hits harder. I mean, I don't know what the fuck. What the hell do I know? But um, that's kind of how I view those tell lists. Yeah, but I, for me, I mean, if you think about it, really, drop into Lebo. Like, what are you losing? The ability to fly onto obstacles. So. If you can avoid that, basically, you're kind of still... Because the PS drop really doesn't hurt you that much in the meta. Like, you're still over scouts. 
you're still over Biggs, or you're the same as Biggs, you're still over Manaru. You're yeah, you below, drop under Asajj. That's probably drop, about the only yep, thing. You drop under Asajj, but that's about it. And I really think it's just the points, really, just to get that countermeasure, which is really so interesting. What, what, well, so look, let's, look, let's look at the stop. list for yeah, a second. Yeah, yeah, so look, look really closely at the list, what's going on here. Miranda is your kind of typical advanced slam bomb Miranda with Sabine crew. So she's carefully tuned to kill high PS aces on enemy ships. Once the high PS is gone, Lebo's fantastic. Yep. Right. Absolutely. And you don't want to come after Lebo because he's got Ray, Lone Wolf, and countermeasures. Mm-hmm. So he can weather the kind of the initial clash, right? And if you're coming after him, plus he's got a turret, plus he, you know, he can barrel. He's he's pretty fantastic. Just to it's hard to get your whole swarm's guns on on Lebo. You don't have to be dashed to get away from that. Yeah. So I, I mean, I think there's just a. a a great synergy here that you see with Dash Miranda as well, but that Miranda can kill what Lebo can't, and then she can kill the high PS stuff and leave you with an endgame Lebo, which you don't want, or you have an endgame Miranda, which you don't want either way, you know? So I think the fact that, that they're both so well tuned to do what they do, that Miranda's so good at killing aces, it's almost unavoidable. And Lebo's so good at, at kind of dodging, killing arc swarm type ships. Uh, they can cover for each other maybe a little too well. <laughs> we might yep. have kind of have you have you have two perfect offsetting you know capabilities on those ships. Yeah, it's been a good list for a while, Dash Miranda. But I think the count. I think just the love of torpedo boats that there is in Europe. I think was probably the decision that he made to drop two Lebo from Dash just so he could squeeze countermeasures into there. So what is so tell explain to me why countermeasures works. Countermeasures in this meta. sucks right? unless you can get full modifiers via all a lone wolf and ray. If it's just naked countermeasures, it's terrible. But if you can get a reroll and a focus, it's awesome. And yeah, especially be- if somebody is uh, alpha striking you, like yeah, 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 yeah. Walk walk me through the interaction here. Why like like what what the situation is in this meta that like like an example of where like it it, it works well like i uh scouts that have like a target lock on you and they want to shoot you with their torpedoes easy version right like that's why like that's where it might be good yeah that's it exactly i <laughs> i mean it's decent against like fan i guess if fan gets the range but it's all to me i think it's probably like 90% about the torpedo boats. I don't, and maybe like a homing missile Miranda, but or Bosk or Bosk. But yeah, I mean, if, if you strip Bosk's target lock on that first exchange, you're, you're then yeah. bumping him and he's never getting another torp on you. Yeah. It's he's done. He just has no alpha. Yeah. But well, that's, I think that's why we're seeing more of tell now. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, I, that's it to me. just denying those alpha. I mean, look at the, look at the top 16 list. Look how many torpedo boats there are. I mean, even after the data nerf, they they love them in Europe. So I think George was well aware of that, and I think that's the meta call he made. And we you see that a lot as big tournaments. It's sort of it's sort of a meta type list, but then a slight meta call. I mean, that's what the World Championship list was really. It was Jump Masters, but he made a call just to go to Alpha. That's what Paul did that one year when he won with Han. Is he just dropped Gunner for R two D two? Was brilliant meta call. So that's really. I don't know how many torpedo boats he faced. Obviously, he faced it in the top four because they were both 
torpedo boat list, but I have to believe that's played a I mean, there's, part. There's nothing different here, right? This is just a Dengar build, right? It's it's Dengaru where he can get the focus from Ray, and he has Lone Wolf, and he has countermeasures. Mm-hmm. He's a four dice turret. He can probably also guarantee the first exchange. He's behind a rock, so you're rolling four, you know, four agility dice yep. at least. And you probably want to be long range because you have an HLC. You know, it, it's going to be very tricky to get a beat on on that kind of a yeah because the only debuff. thing that like dash hates is high ps chips that can boost miranda can handle that and then munitions and so you bring countermeasures boom you don't have to worry about munitions as much and you can probably i mean you get two hlc shots off and two tlts off like one of those torps is one of those scouts is dying before it even fires from that point you've pretty much got it so very, very smart medical. I don't think we're going to see Lebo. That's that's what I was saying at the start when I said I don't think it's a very good list. I mean, I don't want to say it's not it was, a good it was list. Good, it was good for that turn. Yeah, that's what I that's what I was meaning to say is I don't think Lebo is the new meta, but I think it was a very good medical that George made and definitely paid off. So, so, so I got to jump in good, good. briefly, good, and that is mm-hmm. I think as a subtle distinction uh, the Outrider build that we see here in both the number one and the number two is really the third iteration of the Outrider. So back in the beginning of time, it was 58 point, you know, gingerbread dash, right? With push the limit and Kyle Katar and engine upgrade, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then eventually that kind of fell out of favor, right? Because you're stuck on greens. And so how open really is your dial? But then Kanan came along. And so now your dial was much more open, but you didn't have as much action economy. And so now with Ray Crew, that's the thing that actually makes this entire list tick, is that two-point Ray upgrade card. Because you can obviously bank for a few turns in the beginning and, you know, build up Ray. And then your entire dial is open later in the game, right? You can do anything. It doesn't even need to be a white or whatever. You just do what you're going to do. You can barrel roll if you want, and you still end up getting the focus via Ray. So I think that's subtle. But it's a significant enough difference tactically when you're flying this. Uh, I'm speaking theoretically because I haven't flown really so any I of ran those in, versions. But I ran into yeah. that iteration last regionals in Chicago. Kyle Adams was flying it, who's done quite well in the in the last few worlds. Um, and he and it, it just was it was terrifying, you know. Uh, it that banking up that ray and then having to go after a lone wolf dash at range was yep you know without specially tuned stuff you know it's it's really yeah. tough even with i that was i was flying the the swarm leader seven dice kylo thing and you know i i could not get a good beat on him he's just so so, so, cause so if, you, if you sell out hard for miranda she's just gonna slam away and now right. you're left out there with your ass wide open you've got no shots and you're taking shots from dash but and if you go for dash, Intel agent. If if yeah. you go for dash, he's range three with focuses and rerolls. So, so Dom, something you you brought something up a little bit earlier about the uh, Europe the, the European meta and something that I, I thought was interesting is you mentioned how you saw a lot of familiar names and uh, why don't you kind of take me through like what you saw and what you're kind of what you were pleased to see or, or whatever. Well, I'm just just in general in terms of the the health of the game. I'm glad to see people who who do well year after year. It's kind of a sign to me that that skill in the game kind of plays out, 
that it's not it, the luck level hasn't gotten so so high that that it just washes out sort of people being able to be be good and be successful year after year. So there's, I mean, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of people here who uh, I think have have done well you know, historically in Europe or the Netherlands or in general. So I, I thought you know I, I noticed a sort of needles there, Fawn, who did quite well in Worlds uh, a couple Worlds ago, knocked out Paul in the top sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, did fairly well, made a long run, and then um, Carol P, who I, I know was in the the Vassal League, yeah. um, deep core, flying weird proton uh, rocket stuff. <laughs> still um, is also yeah, also still uh, also still doing quite. Oliver well. Pit Pocknell, he's a good player from the UK. Yeah, so I it just it was just good to you know I always like seeing that in any any kind of top sixteen format to see some folks who who kind of have continued his uh, consistent success. All right. So that, uh, I guess uh, I kind of want to wrap up. Can I just say, Ricky, like what the hell is with the templates? Like we get these like bland ass (laughs) thing, orange things that just say 17 on them. Have you seen how cool these things are? Like, Oh my God. They are amazing, right? They do look amazing. Ridiculous. Um, uh, I mean, if you want them bad enough, you can get them, or you can, I mean, go win them. I guess. I should have. Do you think? <laughs> would have been, would have been I, worth the thousand dollars to fly over there just to get them. Those are really awesome. I don't. Why? Why do you like? They're so much better. It's like not like what the. It's like they took like acrylic and just like dunked them in orange paint for regionals, and then they went like and just got some super aesthetic artist to do this. Like, all right, I see how it is. Europe gets all the love, don't they? Well, I mean, we we get to go to worlds. More we often. do get worlds, that's about, I guess. That's about the only thing I can think of. Uh, so, anyways, let's let's jump into new business, new news. The uh, Guns for Hire uh, article came out recently, and basically, there was a, a whole bunch of chatter on. You know, basically, an entire new build option was open. So let's let's jump into it. the The Guns for Hire uh, expansion is going to include um, new options for the Star Viper and the. I can't pronounce. Does anybody know? Is it Kirax? Like someone tell me how to. The ship is so bad that I don't know how to pronounce it. I just call it the K Fighter, but Kirax sounds about right. Okay, we'll sure, we'll go with that. Um, Basically, there were two titles that were revealed, and that's basically where a lot of the uh, entrance is uh, in this article. So let's jump into uh, the the titles that got spoiled. So the Vaxi title and the Star Viper Mark II, and I think we should start with the Star Viper because there's a little bit less hype, but um, which is shocking. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fine. Fine. What? Tell yeah. me about the 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 Mark II title. Right. So it's Star Viper only. You can equip two different title upgrades. So this doesn't even block you from taking Virago. Okay. And then when performing a barrel action, you must use the bank one bank or left or right template instead of the one forward template. Take that, Lieutenant Lorier. <laughs> yeah, that's gets, cool. Doesn't he get a stress for that? Like, how unfair <laughs> is that? But okay, like, oh, that's cool. I, I'd take that title. How much do I pay for it? Minus three points. So, so it's a three-point buff. <laughs> a three-point no buff what. that doesn't even use up the slot it's in. Sorry, A-Wing, Chardon refit. Uh, Man, yeah, don't get me started. 
apparently someone thought all Star Vipers were three points too expensive. Yeah, me, like two years ago. <laughs> I don't even think that they're... I think they could have gone to four or five, to be honest. But yeah, all right, yeah, three, so, three so, is conservative, actually. I, I think that they set it at three because Guri is the best one, yeah. and they probably, you know, any more than that, it would make Guri too good. But, is yeah, Guri it, good now um, with this? You know, Guri link. just slaps on Mind Link and, <laughs> and Auto Thrusters and calls yep. it a day. Right there, you go. That's it. That's right. Is, is is she scum? Can she take Mind Link? She's scum. Yeah, no, but like, how bad can you be with with, with uh, any small spaceship with mine like here? How many points is Gurry with uh, this 30. title? Isn't and she isn't she normally just thirty points and mine link and auto thrusters is plus three and the title is minus three, so back to your original thirty points. Huh. Hmm. It, yeah. it only makes sense if you need thirty points in your list, and there's not something that's better than thirty points. But uh, you know, I think in principle she's not bad. Yeah, she's, right, 30, so, she's 30 points. So, Dom, you think this is really good. What are we missing? What am I not seeing? Well, I mean, how can a, how can a three-point decrease that doesn't take up a slot and gives you like a funky barrel, how can that be bad? I mean, it's it's a phenomenal upgrade pack to get that for any ship. Like, three points off any ship? Three points off a Punisher? Are you going to run a Punisher? Yes, are you gonna okay? You're gonna win with a punisher. You're not gonna run a punisher with three but points off. Those I, I, are like I mean, it's crazy. at some point. At some point, it didn't seem like any of the ships were more than a couple points off. Yes, at some right. point. Now, yeah, I, it's a lot different. I'm not sure. I I, I would. I tend to argue that, I mean, like when the Tani Mindlink first came out, everybody didn't say, "Oh, this is the greatest thing ever." Everybody's taking a Tani Mindlink list. It didn't invade worlds, you know, until later as people sort of worked through and, and made and figured out the efficiency. How much is a tiny mind link worth? Like two, is that like a two extra, should it be worth three points? Is that, uh, that yeah, is that, that that's a minus a two points on your ship? Conversation. Yeah. Well, I, I guess the point is like a ship that gets two points off is kind of, you know, kind of getting that kind of a power boost, right? Well, the generics definitely needed it. So I know I had this going in the Slack channel a while ago. I, I gave you all something to think about. And that was, how many points would you be willing to spend on a pilot skill one TIE interceptor? The lowly Alpha Squadron pilot that costs 18 points. What because did we say, that 15 or 16? Is, yeah, I think we settled on 15 or 16, depending on, like, 15 is maybe probably about right. 16, nobody would be willing to spend more than 16. And the reason that I make that uh, comparison is because the pilot skill one Star Viper and the pilot skill one TIE interceptor are really close to being the same ship. I recognize the dials are a little bit different, but basically it's you add a shield, you add a hull, it's pretty much basically the same thing. So this is where the ship's computer can actually step in and do some math that is useful. Nice, finally, yes. So so as we all well know, there are exponents involved in costing things appropriately, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so, you know, if I'm going to spend twice as many points, I want twice as much attack and I want twice as much defense. 
because I can do that by buying two ships. And the converse of that is if I'm spending more points or, or rather I'm getting more of one of those things, then the points have to go as the square root. So you throw that all in a blender and just to get yourself in the ballpark, you can say, I'm going to take five. I'm going to divide by three. I'm going to take the square root of that. It's 1.29. What the heck did I just say? Well, what I, I just I, said. I, I don't know. Oh, too many numbers. Okay. So all this means is if I'm going to spend 16 points in a tie interceptor, that's pilot skill one. And now I'm going to slap a hull and a shield on it. It's probably worth about 29% more ballpark. There's a few other extenuating factors, but it's pretty close. And that number works out to be uh, 20 points and change. So not not even quite 21 points. So this comes back to the thing I think, Blair, you said earlier, like, you know, I think the title could have even have been minus four or minus five. And for the generics, I think that intuition is right on the spot. Uh, my math is probably not exactly right on the spot, but it's pretty darn close. So all this to say, I think that the pilot skill one Star Viper is really not going to be a thing. I mean, I guess you can go four of those in a Z95. People have been tossing that idea out, like it's the scum equivalent of 4BZ, but and that's probably about right, except that 4BZ is, yeah, it's is not two metas extinct anymore. now. Yeah, yeah, it's um, not a good list anymore. So I'm not really hot on the PS1 Star Vipers. I think they didn't do enough to bring those generic ships back up to where they needed to be. Uh, sadly, I think that is that is the design philosophy that we have seen for the last few years now, is that the best ships, just based on their costing structure, are almost always the named ones, or a contracted scout because of reasons. Um, yeah, just... So that's, that's my long spiel. I think it doesn't quite do enough for the PS1s, but Guri, you might see some Guri floating around. So let's jump into the other title that actually did cause a pretty big stir, the Vaxi title, which I uh, is it's very interesting for sure. Uh, it's the one I think that might end up being broken, but basically, Blair, why don't you run me uh, through this uh, title? Vaxi, Kyrax fighter only title. The squad point cost of each of your equipped upgrades is reduced by one to a minimum of zero. You may also equip up to three different modification upgrades. So basically FFG saying, oh, we forgot PS9 guys suck ass <laughs> unless they can boost and barrel roll and take auto thrusters. We forgot. Sorry. Here you go. Here and you, go, you still me. cost more than Fen, and you're not <laughs> as good as him. <laughs> but the they generics can. now... The generics are like, yeah, I'll take this upgrade and this upgrade and this upgrade and this upgrade. It's like, what? What is going on? So, so that's something that I want to point out. the The thing is, is it's upgrade. It didn't say modification. It said upgrade. So every upgrade is reduced by one. That's all of your pilot talents. That's any sort of ordinance you want to bring, and of course, every modification. So if Sozin, if Sozin were here, I'm sure he would talk about the potential design issues with the uh, interaction complexity here, right? Yeah, I think. do your do your best impression and just and kill it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Blair, you already I think jumped in for a sec on this because we don't know what's going to be out there in the future for modifications that things can take. And now, wait a minute, the ship can take three modifications. Yeah. Isn't this the only ship that can take? Well, the TIE Interceptor with a title can take two, uh, but then this is certainly the only one that can take three. So now and they're, they're going to have cheaper. to... 
Yeah, and they're cheaper too, which, okay, they kind of need to be because the ship's overcosted. But uh, I'm more worried about the long term design space of potential combo permutations happening that we don't see coming, and maybe they don't see coming, and then suddenly it's too good. Uh, it's going to be a really tricky thing to design around. As far as whether or not it's going to be great now, I really have no idea because you can already take five Kirax, and they're not that great. But now you can take five Kirax loaded with like everything they can yeah, get. Yeah, like dampeners just because like you can. Or, yeah, or black just... market splicers. Uh, they definitely will take the tracers. They'll take uh, guidance chips to really make sure you get the three hits. And then, hey, you can even have munitions fail safe so you don't have to discard the card if it misses. You know, those will all be auto includes. So maybe it's good now if one guy can get the target lock and then the other four can shoot at you, then I don't know. It works. I, I don't know. <laughs> I've done it. I, I want to see you fly, Blair, because you're like Blair, the, the king it? of what, PS2s. What did you think? I haven't even tried it this yet. My mind is blown. The barrel roll definitely helps. Oh, so that's the version that you actually have to spend points on, right? Because getting yeah. barrel roll costs two points, point. which now costs one. Okay. Yep. So not four. It was or not five. It was four and a spacer. So uh, the barrel roll helps. I just. It's just hard. It's still with the with the contract and scout meta. It's still PS two. The fastest thing goes four forward, so you still have a hard time closing range on torpedo boats. But they're definitely way better than they were. So that's really all I can say, really. So Dom, do you have any good uh, K fighters you've been thinking about uh, with this title? I don't think it's anything special. I mean, I think Talonbane now becomes on par with fen you know he's slightly worse so if you need two fens and you're willing to spend another point or two to get like a poorer version of fen you can you can make that happen now and you, you dies really easier to yeah like is that is is he better than tarok that's the thing i keep thinking is is he better than old tarok if you're just gonna run another race he's different for sure i mean he hits yeah, he's got, he hits he can have regen and you know there's some yeah with pulse ray shield, I mean, I think that's a big deal as well. Now, rebel and scum can uh, take can receive one ion token to recover shield, but only if you have a shield in one. So there's very few ships that that's kind of a design space limiter, I think. Something like that. Like, yes, that works for a couple ships right now, but maybe you should have just listed the listed the ships you actually wanted it to apply to. <laughs> yeah, like so just now- Hawk and Karaz. That's it. <laughs> Um, they did. So I think that in the end, like it's mostly like this makes it difficult to design future modifications, but I don't think it's necessarily broken right now. Not that I know of at least, but I'm not smart at the game. So there's that. It's just, no, I, uh, go ahead, Dom. I, I, yeah, I don't, I, one thing I don't like about it is I just don't love the direction of having every ship have five upgrades. Yes. I, I, it's just kind of a, pain in the butt to keep track of and to tote around and as an opponent to like yes. go through it all and it's so much it, different than what it used to be where maybe a ship would have one upgrade now they've all got like five and you have to try to remember them all throughout the course of like a seven round yeah tournament. The, the more cards like the harder it is to pay attention to you you got what uh why um and there's a little yeah. bit of that. And there's way more upgrades, too, so you got to remember what the hell they all do. Yeah. Granted, most of them suck, so you don't have to remember all of them. But at first, I just got to say, it's just disappointing because, like, they basically gave it three 
mods so it can take boost, barrel, and auto thrusters. Like realizing like <laughs> it an, ace, been able to an ace just barrel. gets wrecked if it can't do all. Th <laughs> it has to be able to do all three. Like like any ace is just even Vader will like die a horrible. Why do you not? Why did we like hardly ever see Vaders? Cause of TLTs. Like they're basically admitting like yeah, a PS9 or eight has to have auto thrusters or it just sucks. That to me is just I I really don't like that. Yeah, so that that doesn't have to be true. There's always uh, an appropriate design space and cost structure for a ship that could be PS9 and still worth its points, but it's very hard to design that in. Uh, Talonbane is probably not quite there in the sense that I think he's a glass cannon. Because, oh, yeah, you get an extra die at range three. Well, nobody really cares about that anyway. You're going to die at range one and two. And he doesn't he doesn't get anything at range one, unlike, say, Fen, who gets a free evade and an extra die. So Talonbane is the sort of guy that you're going to want to throw a lot of upgrades on. And then he's going to go up and smoke anyway. So I'm looking forward to seeing lists where there's like 15 dice alpha strikes involved. But I don't I don't know that it'll be ruling the meta, per se. Like could be good, but I don't know that it'll be S tier. Um, but you know, you gotta give the designers a little bit of slack because this expansion, the baseline expansion for the K fighter has been out there for a while and it's kind of really hard to tune that later on down the line to try to make everything viable. So, so let's talk I am about of the, the wait, pilot, wait and uh, see variety. Let's talk about the new pilot that, that came out. Uh, my, <laughs> I love this. This is like a terrible star Wars name, but Victor hell is his name. Ooh. Um, <laughs> He's PS7 and 25 points, and he comes with an EPT. Uh, his ability when defending, if you don't roll exactly two defense dice, the attacker receives a stress, right? So uh, I guess if... Okay, so... So, <laughs> I, of course, immediately people sake. say expose, right? People uh, say expose. It's three no, points no now. Expose. It's three Stealth points device. now. And you're like, no, Stop. <laughs> but yeah, stealth device. Stealth like, device, bodyguard, and a crane. Uh, right? Uh, you can do it whenever someone's destroyed. You can uh, you can uh, crane the stealth device back and turn it back on. Mm -hmm. Only for five mm. points. Boom! So cheap. Now he's only thirty. No, no, minus two points. Oh, minus two. You're right. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm not saying it's good. It just a two point stealth funny. device on him. I think you're pretty much always going to take that. Unless you have some bodyguard thing in your in your list, I just laugh as like what are they, they're like sitting around thinking like, well, Fen gets an extra die, but this dude, let's say if he has exactly two defense, then they'll take a stress. Yeah, that's way better than Fen, right? Right? And then it's just like crickets, and they're like, well, <laughs> screw it, let's do it anyway. I don't care. <laughs> I just don't understand. They're gonna buy it anyways, <laughs> right? They're just gonna <laughs> stuff it down their throats. Oh god! All Three right. upgrades. Here's take my money. Um, all right, cool. So last question. All right, so the paint jobs on these things. The K the K fighters got, I guess, some white wings and the black sun signal, and uh, the Star Vipers got wings painted red. Do we like them? Uh, Blair, yes or no? Which one? Yes or no? Yeah, I think it looks pretty cool. Bob, do you like uh, do you like the paint jobs? Yes or no? 
I I almost always like the paint jobs that FFG does because I am not going to paint my own ships. That's part of the reason I got into the game. So I'm very happy. Uh, Dom, do you like uh, totally the paint agree. jobs? No, I think that's the same thing. If I don't have to paint it, it looks great. The K-Wing, I don't like the the black and the white and the gray. I have to do something with that. Like, I have to... I guess it's got, like, pipes and stuff, and you can bronze those up. But it definitely looks like plastic. So that's one so, thing that... So the CGI render on this looks extremely clean for both of these, because this looks yeah. like a CGI render. So I'm wondering if they're going to weather these, or if they're going ah. to make them look very clean. Because on the TIE FO line, it works really well that it's a crisp, clean ship by the Empire. But then most of the other ships that are out there, they're, they're weathered, and they look appropriate so i would be surprised if they don't weather like i feel like they should be because they're dirty grimy scummy ships well i can hope uh but certainly i don't know the black and the white i need some more color i don't know um there's a number of uh unspoiled stuff too ricky i just we'll just throw that out there i guess for anyone everyone probably knows but a couple condition cards and then one illicit and uh, missile looks like Still unspoiled, so and some and yeah, some harpooned, harpooned. harpooned. Now I want to see what the we hell, know. We know what, what the... most of it is actually, but okay, b- break it down because well, I, it just I, says I the condition just when you're hit by an attack, if there's at least one uncancelled crit, each other ship at range one suffers one damage. Then discard this card and receive one face down damage card. So, beats does me. the pirate ship here need a harpoon? <laughs> I think we need a harpoon <laughs> yeah, and a pirate ship. A harpoon I feel missile. like just. Just because we need one of every missile for <laughs> shits and grins. So new missile coming out that could potentially be good for. I hope so because harpooning people sounds awesome. Yeah, that just sounds amazing. All right, so uh, anything else that we missed in that article? Because I thought those were the spoils for that, right? Yeah, I think that's I think that's it. All right, uh, let's uh, the let's kind of jump into uh, let's start putting a bow on this. Um, should we give uh, the designers or whoever the hell writes these things some props for actually putting an article out that doesn't have that has has no illegal lists? <laughs> should we give them? Should we give them props <laughs> on that? Fixer hell list should, should be illegal. <laughs> yes, expose should be illegal, but Ex- it is not. That is correct. Plus experimental interface, <laughs> plus pulse ray shield. So you have to go a white forward and not clear your stress. I'd totally run that, yeah. Oh. Living the dream. <laughs> okay, so real question. Are they trolling us at this point? I honestly, th- I think it's just like... They have to be. I think they it's have just a to writer. Be. It's like a professional writer who, like, has played the game a couple of times, and then they're like, go nuts. And then he's like, all right. And then he writes it. And then they, someone someone else who's never really played the game looks over it and says, good. Good to go, and then and then they, and then they <laughs> I publish see it. Spelling errors, publish. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Um, yeah, well, um, one of these days, that's going to be the defining ship, and we're all going to look back and nod, you know, approvingly when that happens. <laughs> I believe. I believe, writers. I, for uh, one, will welcome my future expose meta. Yes, one of these days. All right, uh, so all right, let's put a bow on this thing. I do want to do. Uh, I do want to mention our uh, list that we are still in uh, the contest list that we're still asking for list for. We haven't. We kind of 
we published what a little bit earlier yesterday so we want to make sure we give uh, enough time for people to submit uh let's break down that list so basically it was what we just wanted to see intensity in a list right player intensity yeah yeah so uh any hundred point list that has intensity just send it to scum and villainy podcast at gmail.com and we will happily uh, take a look at it and maybe give you a prize. I don't know what the prize is, but we'll come up with something cool. Um, anyway, are you going to um, plug your RPG, Ricky? Yeah. Okay. So I I had I've been rolling around this uh, idea that I wanted to do uh, a Star Wars RPG, and I didn't know necessarily who I wanted to play with. I wanted to play with new people, and I thought that I would do it for. Uh, Patreon listeners because they're Star Wars fans and I think it would be fun. So I have some deets in the show notes, but I'm going to run a Star Wars RPG for Patreon listeners. Uh, maybe what well, we record every other week, so I'll maybe do it every other week. And it's basically going to be based on Ray Squadron. Did anybody uh, read any Star Wars books? No, Ray Squadron? It's okay if you don't. But okay, so there are a bunch of screw-ups and washouts that all have a certain set of skills, but they all have issues to them. And they group them together, and they go in guerrilla warfare against so the, the Empire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like the A-Team. And and I want to run the A-Team with X-Wings. And I'm going to do something along those lines that I thought that people who appreciate X-Wing might be interested. So if you are interested, um, we're going to do it on Twitch, and we will also have them on YouTube. And if you want to join, we do take uh, preference to people that are patrons. You can, um, But either way, just let me know if you want to play, and we'll see if we can't get you in. Uh, the uh, email is scumandvillainypodcast at gmail.com, and... Just let us know if you want to play and what your Patreon level is and what your time zone is. So I wanted to put that out there, I guess. Um, and it'll be fun. I don't know. I've, I've been running games for a million years, and I think it'll just be kind of cool. Uh, what is your favorite sort of jockey archetype? I just, I'm just curious because everybody's like like likes Maverick. Are you a Maverick or an Iceman? Just curious, right? I've never seen it, to be honest. You've never seen Top I've Gun? I've never seen Top Gun. Man. Great balls of fire! I don't even know how I. Can. <laughs> Do I even know you? Uh, all right. Does anybody uh, have any uh, shoutouts they want to give? Let's 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 break this down. I can see I can feel my body shutting down uh, as we speak. Uh, does anybody have any shoutouts that they want to give out to the X Wing community at large or what have you? Shout out to Cancer Chat. You guys are the best. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll let it that out. <laughs> yeah they don't deserve it um anybody else bob uh thanks for coming on man uh, did you enjoy your experience on the pirate ship uh computer processing answer yes this was awesome. fun uh dom uh i'm always happy when you give me your presence and you did today i will bring back on my presence not my presence like wrapped your, your presence uh, is a present very good. Hey, uh, no, how I'm, about- I'm going to get some booty. I'm going to bring it back this weekend, and it will hope not have blinking lights. What do you got there, Blair? What about Hotak? Yeah, it's been like yeah, three months. What are we going to do? Right. do like, it's so I sad. We all got up to high level, and then and, I'm ready. And we got busy. Duke is, Duke is a killer. He Duke is. is a goddamn killer, and I'm ready. We've been on the same mission for like three... We've been on it 
Like the last three times we've got together, we're still on the same stupid mission with the transport too. What are we? We're a bunch of bounty hunters. We'll just track Sozin down and make him do it. Yeah. It's, it's how you do. So I just have one question because I'm not in uh, in the know at all here. But Ricky, yeah. are you flying Horton? Basically, <laughs> eventually. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the goal. You're slowly uh, turning into Horton. I think you grew a mustache after the last mission. <laughs> I I might not be Horton Psalm yet, but I definitely have a mustache. That that's an elite pilot slot is to grow an awesome mustache. Yeah. What is these like Predator and um, Do I have any other ones? I gotta get I gotta get something that get helps and get rid of stress. That's on my to do list. Anyways, I don't know why I'm going down the Hodak path. Anyways, so. Thank you. Uh, let's kind of wrap, put a bow on this for Blair Bunky, better known as Scruffy, for Bob Randall, better known as Major Juggler, and for Dom with the most boring nickname, better known as Dom. I'm Richard White. <laughs> Thank you, Galactic Holonet, and good night. Sorry, I had to put a bow on that. I was going to.